Warning, this show contains mature content and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back, adventurer. Care for another story? One of a hero's triumph against darkness? A dragon's journey of self-discovery? Or perhaps two souls' quests to find unity? Well, pull up a chair and have a listen. This episode of the RPG Show. My name is Brent. I'm your host, and with me today we have Neat. Wow, we have Nick. Keep it coming, Gantner. How's it going, brother? It's not like you're trying to just blend all that together. I, 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 I. Yes, yes, that is what happened. Um, I haven't had. Well, let's not keep that coming. Ah, I haven't had nearly enough to drink by the time of day it is. So, uh. It's it's just not working for me. I'm just slip slip stumbling, fart fucking my way through this. That's right. Well, well that's usually how we do it. So, well, um, we have a plan today. Everybody is is the like we said last episode. It's going to be the season two, uh, sort of wrap up where we kind of talk about the season as a whole, and then we go through and rank everything like we did last year. So, um. It ought to be a good time. I think we had a good time with it last time. Me and Nick spent a lot of time arguing uh, over semantics, and he ended up giving it to me. Anyway, so hopefully it'll happen again. No, I don't think so. Uh, I think uh, some of the, the, the top-end stuff ought to be pretty agreed upon until we get to the end. So, But this year, um, we brought another 32-something hours of entertainment to your ears. I guess not all of it was very entertaining. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, so, but yeah, no, that's uh, roughly five to six hours more than last year. I don't know how we managed that, considering we put out more content last year. I think the reviews in general were longer this year than they were the previous one. I don't know. Uh, I'm just going with with the deal. So, uh, we, I don't know if we'd say, you know, going back and looking at this season compared to last season. I don't know if we played as many stinkers as we did the first year. What do you think? Um, looking at this list of stuff we played, and I guess there's only maybe one on here that I think everybody agreed was just really bad. Maybe, uh, maybe Fates, I don't know, but yeah, last year definitely was more decent game, shitty game, shitty game, decent game, shitty game, decent game. Great yeah. game. 
Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's not while uh, that is true. I think there was uh, there was more vehemence in our opinions this year as well. Uh, we sort of stuck to our guns more so this year than last year. Uh, but so if you were to pick so because like last year we went and we said, what was the best uh, gameplay, best story, you know, worst gameplay, worst story and then a wild card. Do you want to do this without including Final Fantasy Tactics or do you want to include Final Fantasy Tactics in this discussion? It's only fair to include every contestant. All right. So in season two, if you were to pick your favorite gameplay, what would your favorite gameplay be? Uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah, I think I'm with you. Uh, if you were to pick the worst gameplay in season two, where would you be at? And why? Uh, pretty sure I know what your answer is, but. All right. What's yours? I don't know. It's difficult for me. All right, well, I guess I'll go first uh, and say the my least favorite game to play this year was Brain Lord. Um, I, I, I had sort of, like I said in that episode, like I was just wiping it from my memory as we were talking about, just expunging the whole experience. And I went back and listened to the review, and it, it reminded me of everything that uh, I, I so detested. So uh, Brain Lord, it just, uh, it, was, it was clumsy. Mechanics didn't work like they were supposed to do sometimes. It felt like it was overly difficult with very little payoff. So, worst gameplay season two is easy choice for me. What about you, Nick? I think I'm gonna go with since there's no category for the game we enjoyed the least. I guess I'll go with Fire Emblem Fleets. Okay, and what Not about that? It had it had like from the, the I guess the worst gameplay, but it was the least enjoyable for me to play. Okay. And why why is that? Simply because it just wasn't what you wanted, or uh, it was kind of too far of a departure. Like Fire Emblem's getting further and further away from, I guess, what I would say made it great in the first place. Okay. Um, like it's a less it feels like less focused on strategy, more focused on dating sim mm. type thing, and yeah. like you're getting you're given too much advantages now, or like you're you're. Allies can team up, and you get all this extraneous stuff instead of just uh, like a core system. Yeah, I think, which... and, and I think the introduction of grinding into Fire Emblem uh, it kind of changes the game fundamentally, uh, like a lot. So it does. It makes it an easier. Like, like I said, it's less focused on strategy because if you can just grind your way through. Everything is hyper characters as strong as it can possibly be. Then what's even what's the point of even having levels and stats, yeah. or even trying to do any strategy at all? You might as well just throw your dudes on a empty field, straight across from the enemies, move them forward, and let them kill everything. Like it defeats the purpose. Okay, that's fair. Um, now for the wild card, and this is sort of like your biggest uh, pleasant surprise, where you you know like uh, sort of beat your expectations. Um, this was easier in season one, I think, because there were a few more games that you hadn't played before in season one. But uh, uh, for me, the biggest uh, surprise would probably be, oh man, see, it's hard because I hadn't played any Breath of Fires until this year. So it's like, I want to give it to Final Fantasy Legend, but I'm going to give it to Breath of Fire 3 um, simply because uh, I love Breath of Fire 3. It's probably one of the best games we played this year. So, what about you? I will be the one to give it to Legend. Yeah, and that was it was cool because that game was so devilishly simple. 
but uh, it wasn't, uh, there was something about it, you know? It had that, um, that thing that's missing from a lot of the newer stuff, you know, that like, that charm, mm-hmm. I guess you should say. Because it wasn't like the most amazing game, but it did what it set out to do, and I think it did it well. Yeah, I'm with you. So, um, on to on to story. Uh, what 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 was the best story for you this year? Um, that's probably still gonna be Final Fantasy Tactics. Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah. Um, for me, oh boy, that's that makes it. Hmm. You know, I man. We honestly didn't have a like a, a shitload of like amazing narratives um this time. Like not saying any of the Breath of Fires are bad by any stretch of the imagination. There's none of them were like the, the story had like a mind blowing story to them for me. Um so I'd probably give it to Final Fantasy Tactics as well. Um What about yeah, I think the issue stems from that like we had two really at least at least two really top contenders last season for like some of the best narratively written games uh, that exist. Mm-hmm. And this season, um, we played a series that was mostly forgettable to a lot of people. Um, and the like, the narrative, they did. it was a strong narrative, but it wasn't like the strongest that we've ever experienced. So. Yeah, I'm with you. So uh, what, um, which one do you want to give the worst to? Probably Brandlord. Yeah. Um, simply because there wasn't one, uh, you know, because, because in, in ter- yeah, just Brain Lord, because, I mean, even Diablo, as sparse as its story was, is better than Brain Lord's, uh, in my opinion. So, what's your, uh, what's your wild card story? It's gonna have to be Legend again, because, like, it's the only one I really hadn't played, <laughs> okay. and... I like the concept of it, like climbing a tower and then not actually being rewarded at the end kind of thing. Yeah, no, I can see that. I mean, um, if I, again, if I were to pick a wild card, uh, I'd probably have to give it to... Man, this is hard because there are a lot of games this year I hadn't played before. Uh, so, I mean, probably Breath of Fire 4 is probably the... Hmm... Man, because I, I really like Breath of just regular Breath of I give it to Breath of Fire Four as like the wild card, like because uh, I mean it, it really was the biggest step up narratively out of the bunch. Not necessarily that I uh, I was super keen on a lot of the like you know I, I went on my old English rant for it, but uh, just in general it was it was it was a big surprise for me at least. Uh, you know I don't know what else to say about it really. Uh, and, and we also, you know, the next one is really hard for both of us, I think, because I think we're, we're really easy on music sometimes. And so what, what do you say your, uh, favorite music from season, uh, two is while you finish mess? I was like, why are my notes moving? Okay. No, uh, no. Yeah. What was your favorite music from, uh. Season two. Uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. Really? See, I... Hmm. 
Final Fantasy Tactics is really good. I, I own the soundtrack. I mean, I'm kind of biased. I mean, I own the soundtrack too. I mean, I have the soundtrack to, to Final Fantasy Tactics, like on CD. Um, but is it the best? I mean, it's definitely got the most nostalgia tied to it, you know, because the. It, It just really depends on what you're feeling. If you're feeling jazzy, then do both Fire 3. It's, this is hard. Uh, you know, I'll just give it to, to to Breath of Fire 3. I just, I can't, I, it, it, just, the soundtrack in Breath of Fire 3 is so stupid good. It's annoying, really, to be honest with you. Uh, what about the worst soundtrack? Um... I'll probably say Final Fantasy Legend. Yeah, I mean the Game Boy can only do but so much, right? And so it was is kind of this generic sort of thing. Um, yeah, but it's not really a fault of the game; it's just more a fault of the software or the hardware, I guess. Yeah, uh, if I were to pick a worst, scrolling back up, man. I don't remember Diablo having really much of a soundtrack either. Yeah, because that's more of an ambient music. I mean, it's more of an ambience kind of game. Like, there's not a whole lot of music to it. Um, each each level has its own theme. So, in grand total, there's only, like, six tracks. Um, however, the Tristram theme is really, really good. And that itself elevates the soundtrack, in my opinion. Um, like, is it, though, or is it nostalgia? No, I, I mean I didn't I mean I, I think I think the Tristram theme is is honestly really good. So um I mean I I I'd have to you know the I guess I'll give it to Final Fantasy Legend, but again I don't think it's necessarily a, a, a fault of the game. It's more of a fault of the uh the the hardware, like you said. So I mean Yeah, I mean it's probably pretty close. Um, between that and Diablo, because Diablo only really has the one theme from it I like. The other ones are kind of mediocre. While the sound design in, in a lot of those levels are amazing, the just the soundtrack's not there for me. Yeah. Um, wild card. Uh, mine. I'm just gonna go ahead and give it to Breath of Fire three because I just wasn't like again I hadn't played it, so I was kind of expecting more or less the same what we got out of one and two, and then they really stepped it up and really turned it around, and I was like, holy shit, this is really cool. So, um, what about your wild card? So it's your best annual wild card? Yep. Okay, I didn't realize we could do that. Well, I mean, it's it was the biggest surprise, and I and I, I honestly think it's objectively better than the tactic soundtrack. So. All right. Fair enough. Uh, like again, this is difficult for me. I'm just gonna pick Golden Sun. Golden Sun? What? Well, uh, okay. I mean, because it's Matoy Sakuraba. I can't just not pick. It's, it's good. Music. It's good. It's good. Um, so I mean, we, it's, it's been an interesting year, right? Uh, because it has been we with the way we line these games out, we ended up playing a lot of games we really wanted to play, and I think we said something to akin to that uh, at the end of last season, where we're like, you know, this year we have a lot of games coming up that we're really looking forward to, um, 
And I think that's kind of why I kind of forced some more mediocre or shitty ones into our lineup for next year. Because um, uh, as we'll get to in a little bit, a lot of people like to hear us uh, squirm. So that's, you know, that and it gives it gives some of the other games perspective, really, when you play uh, some really bombed, shitty fucking titles. So, uh, uh, yep. I mean, what do you have anything in particular to, to, to say to that? I mean, do you, do you, do you feel like, uh, playing so many good games this year has altered our perspective or has it actually kind of warped my sensibilities and we played more games that we didn't like, but they were outshone by just the general elevated nature this year? Because I mean, uh, I, and I'm looking there is I don't think I was particularly thrilled on Illusion of Gaia. We all know I was salty as fuck on Brain Lord. I think I was I was warm on Golden Sun, and I think we're all kind of middle of the road on Fire Emblem Fates. So I mean, uh, it just doesn't feel like we we because we didn't play. There weren't you know there weren't there wasn't Digimon World and Monster Seed this year. You know. Well, I feel like a lot of the games here. That we played this season, I was able to get through without like just gritting my teeth and bearing it. Like fucking uh goddamn Arcanum mm-hmm. and like Digimon World and fucking Monster Seed, like those were probably the worst gaming experiences I've ever had in my life. Like Arcanum definitely oh, one of wow. the worst gaming experiences I've ever had in my life. And I know that like I, I was on Game Facts the other day and somebody was like Arcane on the playthrough topic and they're like oh man this game is great I'm just like what the fuck is what is wrong with you people I don't understand I just maybe it's just my own point of view about it which I guess is applicable to everything in life but I will just never understand any of the appeal for that game I just does not it's just not for me it's like completely antithetical to everything that I stand for in gaming I guess <laughs> I don't know it's just I think it is like it is it is like my bane. If somebody my hell would be somebody being like, Hey, you're stuck in a room and this is all you have for entertainment. I'm like, fuck, I'm just gonna kill myself somehow. You know, and I honestly think we should on the game more than we need to. I think uh I I think it's better than we give it credit for. Like, uh I just I don't think it's either one of our particular styles and those while at the time, right? So like at the time it came out uh, I probably have been like, oh my god, this game is massive. There's all this stuff to do. It's really interesting. But those early PC uh, like uh, Westwood title type RPGs, they they don't age well, and it's really hard to set your sensibilities in the time frame in which they come from. Um, even more so than say like an Ultima or something like that, where you know you can firmly put yourself where your your uh, where your like your perspective needs to be those early PC titles is just is just something frustrating about them to me um, especially when you scale them up to like a modern monitor these high resolution things they don't they don't scale well uh, at all uh, to even understand what I was seeing on the screen sometimes I, I mean I, I was tempted just to set my my uh, monitor resolution way down and kind of had these giant letter boxes on the side so I could fucking un- you see what's happening um, so that's you know that speaks to itself so uh, well I mean I've played 
like Western RPGs like that before, like Baldur's Gate and uh, shit like that. And I enjoyed them. But this, this was something else. I guess. I mean, it feels like it's in the same vein. There's just like a big, there's a big misstep somewhere. Um, it's the UI, man. It's definitely the UI. Because I've never had as much difficulty in my life trying to figure something out than this. And like, even the whole like fucking up a character build at the very beginning. Like if you don't get certain stats and certain things and you, yeah. you won't be able to hit shit. You won't be able to kill anything. And it's like, what the fuck? How do you, what the fuck? How do you do this? I, I, I can see that. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you and saying it's some masterpiece. Uh, you know, I, uh, and again, I think we, we, we hit on that last year that uh, we talked it to death that it's, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's probably for a lot of people. Just n- we're not those people um, by any stretch of the imagination. So, so uh, before we go into our music break and talk about some other stuff, what let's let's just wrap this this up and talk about visuals, okay? So for you, what was the best looking game from season two? Um, I would say Breath of Fire three. Yeah, it, see, this is a discussion we had outside of show, really. If I remember correctly, where it's it's so hard to pin. Uh, best visuals, um, and I, I'm also going to give it to Breath of Fire 3, because while the look and the aesthetic of Final Fantasy Tactics has so much nostalgia attached to it, just the sprite work in Breath of Fire 3 is so fucking good. Like, it's probably some of the best, period, sprite work um, that I can think of. And uh, like the, it's not only is it like animated well and it like looks great, but everything like you will you'll be hard pressed to find something that clashes at all in this world. Like no. sometimes in a game you'll you'll look at something like I don't really don't know what they're thinking there. I guess maybe they ran out of time and they kind of just do something there and it, it looks okay. This every single thing you will look at it looks just phenomenal. Um, I'm I'm with you 100%. Like the 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 style is is um, you know, what is the word I'm thinking of? It is uh, complete. Like it it is uh, consistent. That's right. That's the word I'm looking for. It's it's consistent. Uh, it is. It's just it's marvelous. And some of just the attitude and the sort of emotions they can get out of those tiny sprites because they're not like the super big sprites. Um, when you're walking around and talking. And yet they get a ton of emotion and uh, character out of those little sprites. It's just, it's, it's fucking mind blowing to me. Um, So yeah, definitely best visuals to that worst visuals in season two. It's almost bad saying Fantasy Legend, but like, again, with hardware, there's only so much they can do. Yeah. And you reuse a lot because it was the cartridge was small, so you use a lot of reuse, a lot of assets, and uh, a lot of it was like you had to leave up to your imagination, kind of thing. Yeah, um, I'm with you on that. That it's 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 that's definitely a limitation of the hardware, but I I have a hard time like pinning something on it simply due to the hardware. Uh, I mean, oh man, because without doing that, I mean, I guess. Like, cause I like I think Brainlord had some pretty good looking stuff. Uh, Diablo had some pretty good looking stuff. Like, there's nothing here that really looked fucking god awful. Like, made your eyes want to melt. 
Like there yeah. were some things in the I first think, season I was like, what the fuck are we looking at here? I think I would give worst visuals to Brain Lord because it was a Super Nintendo title. They could have done better. I I mean, your hero is a recolor of another sprite in the game. Like, why would you ever do that? That's I mean, there's no need to do that on that hardware. Um, I I think I think it, it I simply due to like what it's capable of versus what it did. I I gotta give worst visuals to to Brain Lord by by a margin. So wild card visuals for you. You better go first on this. All right, wild card. Oh boy, I mean, I probably. Ooh, this is a hard one because I mean, probably Breath of Fire three because I come in with the advantage of not playing it before, so I can say, "Oh boy, this is super cool." Um, if I were to give us a backup to that, I'd probably, ooh, probably give it to like maybe like. Definitely not Illusion of Gaia. I was kind of underwhelmed by that whole experience. Um, you know, I'd probably give it to, like, Breath of Fire. Like, either Breath... It, just give it to Breath of Fire 3, if not one of the first two. Like, I was pleasantly surprised by the whole series, so we'll just... Bleh. Yeah. Where are you at? Okay. Uh, I'll say Golden Sun. I'm going to try to harp, like, recall my first initial playthrough with the game. Mm-hmm. Um... And just remembering, like, going from, like, a Game Boy Color to Game Boy Advance and then having this level of, uh, I guess, detail and the way that the camera moves around in the battle system, just the way the spells look and how kind of clean and lively everything looks when you're actually in the world and playing it. Um, I mean, there's a reason why I played it, like, 20 fucking times in a row and beat it, like, 20 fucking times in a row, so... Yeah, no, I mean, I can, I can see that. That's, that's a fair choice. All right, so now that we've wrapped that up, let's head on to the musical break, and when we come back, we'll talk about some of the fan reactions to season two. So uh, I did some of this last minute, so I apologize if 
not everyone got to contribute on this. Uh, basically, I just put it in the Discord, and uh, I, you know, anybody that had sort of emailed the show recently, I just sort of sent it back at them saying, hey, I, I did this form for Season 2, fill it out. If you have emailed the show and you didn't get it, it's nothing personal. It just It was kind of like last minute. I kind of threw it out there and then saw what I got back. Um, so maybe a little prep, more prep on it last time. But I sent out a, a form where I sort of asked a bunch of questions about season two and, and sort of got responses. So when we look at... Uh, sort of got responses. Like, are they half responses? No, I mean, I got, I got, yeah. I mean, I mean, not everybody filled out the comments part. Like, it was just, uh, like, they just selected whatever was required on the form and didn't add any additional. But, uh... So for best review in season two, it's sort of uh, it looks like we got three votes for Brain Lord, two votes for Final Fantasy Tactics, and two votes for Final Fantasy Legend, um, with a uh, vote for Breath of Fire three in there as well. Um, so did they really just like me fucking being mad or something? Are y'all being mad? So I was getting ready to go into that. So some of the comments on it because not everybody commented, but uh. uh the one of them says, "I don't like when you. I, I like when you don't all agree." Um, and then, "Why are you so mad, Brent?" And then, "God, the salt floweth freely." So uh, they kind of liked me going on my rampage in that game uh, review. I take it. So um, I guess that just means you got to play some more shitty games. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Well, I like that game triggered a specific type of vitriol um, on my my side of the table. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know if that would be replicated every time we played a, a, a bad game or a game that I didn't like. Well, was Cujo played that with us, right? Yes, Cujo played that with us. He, he didn't like it very much either. No, so. he didn't. It, well, he sort of set me off, too, because, I, like I said, I went back and listened to it because I was having trouble sort of remembering um, some of the stuff, and he was, I was like, Cujo, uh, what, what are some of the things you like about this game? And he's like, well, I just didn't like the game at all. And I was just like, yeah, it's fucking bullshit, isn't it? It's terrible. Like, I was just, I was like, I was waiting for my moment and I, it opened up and I just, I went to town. So, uh, worst review in season two, it looks like it's pretty split. Um, like, uh, equal votes for Breath of Fire 2, Illusion of Gaia, and Diablo. So, I, you know, they were kind of, um, I don't know why people didn't like the Diablo episode, uh, seeing that Marcus got a couple votes down there for guest. Uh, I, I just think it's a game that not a lot of people uh, played or it was early on because a lot of the comments in this part were, uh, were you know, I didn't have one that though was bad, just one I remember the least. And Diablo being the first episode of the season, I can see that because um, I honestly don't think it's a bad episode. Well, it could also still be, too, that we're changing over from our previous method of reviewing or whatever, the way we did the shows, and yeah. then we have our method now, which is liable to change in the future as well. Because you only get better as you go on. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. So, I mean, that's that's possible. Uh, best, where is it? All right, so best non-review episode in Season 2. And this is pretty clear and cut. Um, I mean, we had some cool votes in there. So uh, the biggest part of the pie goes to Listen Liquor 3, The Drunkening. Um, that's the one where you drop racial slurs, and it takes us forever to start the show. Um, we had, then we had... Uh, Wait, what can I say? 
then we had I really e- can't say anything. Then we had equal votes for Western versus Japanese RPGs, copyright and fan creations, and then uh, a vote for beauty tips, cats, and inventory systems. Oh my! Um, so you know, I. I forgot we did a show on inventory systems. So, I mean, it looks like people also like it when we kind of talk about uh, genre-specific topics, which is, I'm, I'm having more and more a hard time thinking of genre-specific topics, like inventory systems, like uh, like fan creations, um, and what was the other one? Like Western versus Japanese-style RPGs. So, if you guys have a genre-specific topic that's not a list, Feel free to send it into the show. Um, either you know, PM me on Discord or um, send an email to the show podcast at the RPG and we can talk about them. Like I have no problem doing those topics, especially the way we break up these non-review shows now. It's easier to do a short topic um, because I don't have to worry about filling an entire episode with that topic. Like we can just have one discussion on the topic and then another small discussion and kind of break it up. So um, feel free to send those in uh, if people, because obviously people like them. And a lot of the comments on these are just interesting, um, just interesting topic. And uh, except for the listen liquor where it's like uh, Nick making life difficult for me and, and, and dropping racial slurs. So there you go. Uh, we're trying to make life difficult for you all the time. Oh, yes, he does. Guys, you don't even understand. It's, 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 he's, he's a pain in the ass. He's, he's the worst. But uh, worst non-review episode in season two is pretty clear cut. More than half the votes for don't listen to this. The uh, the uh, I think that was the uh, which one's that? The dick, the fish dick. Yeah, the the, the it's just the, like not a lot of people cared for the uh, like almost all of the vote all the votes but one are a miss RPG uh, segment episode. Um, so. Yeah, and that's the reason we didn't finish it. Like we we realized that wasn't going anywhere, so we just kind of let it die. I don't. I, I like the idea of having a recurring segment, uh, and I think Mage Fest worked a lot better than Miss RPG did. So um, maybe we do something along those lines again. Like well, there's uh, definitely a lot less objectifying women in it. Like like main characters or uh, heroes or um, warriors or something. I don't know. We could come up with something, but uh. It, and that and that worked a lot easier when we had three consistent people to talk about it because you could like there was a two versus one kind of vote always, um, and that sort of made it go more smoothly. Don't know. Um, a lot of people were just like, uh, we just didn't really care. Um, uh, I keep telling you for like a little review thing that's repeatable, you do like some little short indie game review or something all the time, something that won't take very long. I guess we could. I mean, we could, you know, we could do that. Talk about like either like some little uh, RPG maker monstrosity or like an indie game or like a mobile game or something, whatever. Something short. I, I'm with you. We could do that. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Uh, so uh, best guest. Uh, overwhelming review. Uh, like, I'm not going to go through all the votes because like I don't want anybody to feel bad. They didn't get any votes. But uh, the... Over half. I bet you I didn't get any votes. No, because you weren't an option. Over half of them were for Blaine. So good job on you, uh, Mr. Uh, Retrokel, on uh, all the votes you got. Clear cut winner in that category. Um, and then uh, just comments headed into season three. Like I like one person just put more. That's their comment. Just more. 
and and trust us like if we had more time uh to do more we probably would because we we love uh love each each of you guys and interacting with you guys and putting out content like that's all great but it's not something that uh we just do every day like it doesn't work that way uh if we could make a living off of this then uh, we're more than happy to put out a video or a podcast day or whatever yeah but uh that's not gonna happen so uh yeah, so that just tri- that just made me that just made me laugh when I saw it. Just just more, just more. Uh, that's that's great. I appreciate everybody that filled that out and sent that in. So it kind of gives us a a good idea on on where everybody was for season two. And then uh, Anderson here, our good buddy Anderson, love you, Anderson, sent us a huge list of questions. So um. I just figured we go through them now and talk about them. Uh, his first question is, what was your favorite game? I think that was easy for both of us to say Final Fantasy Tactics. Uh, Nick, what game do you wish you could unplay, if any, from Season 2? Uh, well, it's easy. Final Fantasy Tactics. I mean, it's a brand new fucking experience for me again. That's You know, it's an interesting way to take that. I, I, I took that question as more as which one do you wish you had never played? As like it's the worst, and I would have said Brain Lord, but now that you say that, like, because we just talked about it last episode, like to play it again fresh would be amazing. So I think we're gonna, I think we'll be with you on that one. Like that's that's an amazing choice. Uh, perspective, perspective. It's no, all how you look at things. That's that's great. I love that. That's that's amazing. Uh, if they were to remake one game that you played from season two, which one should it be? And uh, Okay. See, I'm hesitant on saying this, but I would actually say Breath of Fire 3, just for the off chance that would reignite some kind of, uh, oh, like, furor for them to renew the series or something like that. I, mean, I would rather see a remaster than a remake. Like, if they sort of, like, you know, go, went through and made everything sort of, like, 1080 and, you know, scaled up real nice, then then I would, I would be with you on that. But um, since we're talking about, like, a remake remake... Oh, it's so hard. Um, hmm. All right. Well, if we're talking about remake, remake, then I would probably say um, the first Breath of Fire. Okay, that's an interesting choice. Because as it stands itself, it's just kind of a like a mediocre game. Like it's still pretty good, but for what it is, it's mediocre. And it would give them a chance to like put some fresh air into it. I guess almost like. Like how they do for movie series all the time. It's not like a, a like a re they're redoing the whole thing, like a jump start. I can't mm-hmm. remember the proper term. Reboot. But like yeah, reboot. There you go. They're like reboot the series. Interesting. So like yeah, no, I mean that's an interesting idea to reboot a series. Like, I don't think anybody's done that. Like to reboot a video game series. Huh. Um Well shit, that could be the a new topic for another show, finding a game series that was rebooted. Because that's an interesting concept, right? Because you still have the first games, and they're going at it like we're not making a sequel. We're probably going to repeat some of the stories, um, story beats, but we're going to kind of make it modern kind of thing. That's an interesting, interesting concept. Um, remake a game, make it look good, make it play well. Uh, you could say Diablo, but every Diablo has basically been a remake of the previous one. They haven't, they don't, they don't hold, they don't change a whole lot in that formula from Diablo to Diablo. 
Um, yeah, and I was going to say tactics, but then I was like, wait, they did tactics advance and advance two, and they fucking fucked that to shit. So yeah, those well, were sequels. another chance. Those were sequels, though, or prequels. Prequels. Yeah, but they had like they, they made it modern or whatever yeah. and ruined it. Yeah, that's hard because I don't like either of the games from the seasons were either bad or I hold a certain level of reverence and don't want them to touch it. Because unlike movie reboots, where like sometimes franchise reboots have been really good, uh, video game remakes tend to not be. <laughs> I mean, uh, so. Um, and they remade Lufia 2 for the DS, I think, and that was a horrible thing. Yeah, because they, I mean, they did remake a couple of the Breath of Fires for the, the Game Boy Advance. Because they weren't direct ports, they were they were changed. So, uh, I mean... Slightly. Yeah, but the UI's all different, and the artwork's all different. And I don't know, I guess, I guess I, I... I would like to see an honest-to-God remake of Final Fantasy Tactics, but only make it look better and expand the job class because you have the memory to do so. Like, and that's all I want you to do. Like, I don't want you to do anything else. That's well, it. I actually would would not mind like a side story thing. Like, you can choose like new game and then pick either Rams or Delita, and then like you get a whole you get to see what Delita's been doing. That's interesting. That's interesting. But again, I think part of what makes that game the story work is because Ramza never becomes a holy knight. Like, he's always just a squire. So no, no, no. I'm like I'm saying you either have the choice of playing the original. Yeah, or, they, or you play as Delita. I know, and but Delita is a holy knight, like really early on. I don't know. Maybe that's that's a, that's well, a good thought. But he like solos the whole game, like he's all by himself, really. Like, I mean, I guess you could add some party members, like Balmafulma, who he like uses and throws away. Like he uses and throws away a lot of people. But no, I, doesn't it turn out that he fakes her death? Like that's not actually doesn't actually happen. Is I think that's part of the closing thing, right? Is that he lets her go? Honestly, I don't remember. I'm pretty sure he lets her go because she shows up to talk to to Oran when he's at the gravesite. I think you might be right. So he doesn't. Yeah. Um. All right. So, which game was the easiest to masturbate to? I have no idea. Uh. Is Space Adventure Cobra available? I mean, that's the only one that's had naked ladies in it. If you're not joking around, like, none of them, obviously. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, I don't... Got nothing on this one. Sorry, I Anderson. I mean, Butterfly Swing looks the best, so I guess. Yeah, I guess. I mean, if you're into, like, uh, furry kind of stuff, then which one's Cat in? Is that three, or is that two? That's two. Then, yeah, two. All right, let's look at Cat. All right. Um, Most fun game to talk about? That's an interesting question. Like, which which review did you nick enjoy the most like doing i enjoy all of them i understand but if you have to pick your favorite child which one's your favorite child well see it's different because he's not saying this specific question is not saying which podcast review did you enjoy the most it's saying which which game is the most fun to talk about and it really depends on who you're talking about it with okay like if you because if you can talk to somebody who knows it's because it was kind of a, a difficult thing. Like if you're talking to somebody who has no idea what the game is about, then you can be like, "Oh yeah, if it's something you're passionate about." You can be like, "Fuck yeah, this is what the game is about. You should definitely play it." And you can come back, and then when they when they're learning things about the game, or they need help with something, you can tell them what 
like give them advice or even like somebody experiencing the Wygraph fight for the first time, for example, like, oh shit, oh, fuck, I'm screwed, I don't know what to do. And then you can like have maybe a little bit of short and food and be like, ha, you should have saved before that, you stupid motherfucker. And then, uh, but like in the same vein, you go to like a different type of game and if somebody's been talking, like you've both played it before, you can talk about what you liked, what you didn't like. Um, so I guess what I would most have have the most fun talking about somebody with would probably be tactics because the mo- majority of people have played it mm-hmm. and it's it's easier to talk about than well, something like breath of fire it's the most it's the out of the games we played so far it's probably the easiest uh to either have an opinion or analyze or interpret right like because because you can take like the, there's so many different takeaways from that game because you can play it so differently. The translation's kind of bad, so sometimes you're like, "All right, what what is what is really happening?" Even when the translation is fixed, it's some sometimes the the dialogue can be vague or uh, it, it, it it some of the information can be misleading. So there's there's more to talk about, I guess you'd say. Um, as far as Final Fantasy Tactics, is that kind of where where you're getting at? Um, I would say so, and yeah, not like nothing against the other games. Like it was fun talking about Brain Lord and having all lose your shit, but um, for me, if I so if we're talking about the the most fun games for me to talk about are in most cases are either games that I'm extremely passionate about, like Final Fantasy Tactics, or ones that I really hate, like like Brain Lord. The ones I don't enjoy talking about so much are the ones that are just so middle of the road, they're hard to form an opinion on because it's like, all right, it's not bad, but it's not good either. And I'm because you can't come into a podcast and be like, well, my opinion's neutral. That doesn't make for a very good show. Uh, so those are the ones I have least fun talking about. But if I had to pick a single show I had the most fun discussion on, um, man. That is that is very difficult. Um, maybe uh, Breath of Fire three because I I'd come at it fresh. You know, anytime we have Blaine on the show, it's fun. Um, Tactics was also fun because we you know we we talked the hell out of those games, and I'd also say I had a lot of fun talking about Golden Sun as well because I had a ton of opinions on that game for some reason. Like it's just I I just I I just had this this uh, it's very opinionated on Golden Sun, uh, so. That's kind of kind of where I'm at on that, uh, and I think we kind of already addressed this question. We'll go over it again. Uh, what are your feelings on the entire season two, uh, Nick? Uh, I felt like it was a pretty good season. Um, possibly some things we could have done differently, but that's that's how everything works in life. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. I mean, it was much better than the first season. Yeah, I think as far as content uh, is... All right, so just to kind of take the question and look at it versus season one, um, I think we did better content-wise as far as, you know, catching a groove. I think sort of the changes I've made toward the end of the season have been better. Um, Some of the quality has dipped back down a little bit because when you bring in guests, the quality becomes a bit of an unknown factor. Plus, Nick changed his headset, and it sort of sounds like a tin can, but what are you going to do? Um, then, uh, in, in totally, like, the whole deal with, like, 
setting up the Discord is probably the best choice we've made as far as com- uh, community interaction so far because the forums are kind of slow and blah. But Discord's great, guys. Like, if you're not there, you need to be there. It's it's a good time. Um, and uh, the only except th- when Blaine's on there posting memes about granny titties <laughs> and shit. That is unfortunate when he posts saggy titties. But uh, if I were to say one thing that I have against season two from season one is season two was hella breakneck pace for me and Nick. Uh, like the the we were we went we went so if there's twelve months in a year we reviewed eleven games guys that's and these like RPGs aren't little fucking projects right like we all know an RPG is a is a beast. And so that mean that meant eleven out of twelve months we had a review for you guys. So um, and that's not necessarily a pace that I think we can uh, do in perpetuity, but it's one that we want to kind of keep up. You know, we're kind of reviewing one less game last next year, so it'll kind of give us a little more. But we also got the the tripping uh, to Super Bitcon to throw in there. Which will make it easy because I plan on taking as much of the studio on the road with me as possible. The quality might not be great because I think I'm just going to take this mic and kind of set it on like a like a hotel table or or something like that and just hook it up to the Zoom um, and kind of just pick up the room discussion instead of you know one of somebody being in on a mic. But that should be fucking content right there, just easy easy peasy. Um, Is that and there may be a forced break in a four or five months as well uh, for, a, for a move. For a move, so oh, really? That soon? We'll talk about that in a second. Um, so, um, yeah, no, I mean that's that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, game we look forward to most in season three. So, what uh, in the coming year? What is the game we look forward to playing the most? Uh, do you have one, Nick? Um. I have to look up a list again. Like it's probably Warsong. Um, yeah, Warsong's a good choice. Uh, you know, I'd probably say because I I've been dying to play Chrono Cross. So it's an easy choice for me, but I think the episode on Chrono Trigger is going to be really cool because of what how we're going to bring Marcus in, and he's never he's never played uh, Chrono Trigger before. Let alone, I don't think he's really played any JRPGs. Like he's played plenty of like western style rpgs but not any jrpgs so it's going to be really interesting to make his first jrpg chrono trigger uh and we'll see how that works right um because i don't know if chrono trigger is the best entryway into jrpgs but it's definitely one of the best jrpgs so we'll see we'll see it would definitely be an interesting experiment so that i look forward to that episode just as in general um so I, after looking over the list, I would say I'm either looking forward to Warsong or Albert's Odyssey the most because the rest of them, except for Snatcher, I've pretty much played in Star Tropics. I'm not really too excited about Star Tropics. And yeah. All right. Uh, then future thoughts. Uh, thoughts on future collaborations with other podcasters. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I'm always looking for more people to collaborate with. It just comes down to time and um, just something about myself personally is. I'm not, even though I do, I'm a, I work in sales and I'm a podcaster, I'm not really a people person. Like, you can ask Nick, like, people drain drain the energy right out of me. So, uh, when, when I, if I spend all day trying to sell a product of goods, 
to a bunch of fucking people that I don't know that well. The last thing I want to do when I get home is sit down and start shooting off emails to people that I don't know, asking for them to come talk with us on the show. Like that's it. It just doesn't. It's it's not. I got to be in the right frame of mind to sit down and do that. So that's why it didn't really happen so much in season two. But it's not something that I I, I want to throw out the window and not do. That'd be even worse because I don't even like talking to people that I like talking to. I know. It's like I gotta I gotta fucking stranglehold him into talking to me. So uh, finally, his fa- last question is favorite main theme song from season two. What a weird question. So, Are you talking about like the opening theme, like when you're at the menu? Well, whatever the main theme is, because a game, because so like a like so like Final Fantasy is a good example where the the menu theme isn't the main theme of the game, it's it's the prelude. So like uh, the main theme of a game is often like the open world theme, or uh, you know plays at like a certain point in the game, and it's considered like the main theme. So I, you know. Oh well, I I don't know any of the main themes from these games. I mean, so I can't I can't make a choice. I mean, hmm. like I'm not even like I listen I will listen to albums from artists and I can't tell you what any of the songs are on the album. I know I tell you what the album is, but well, we'll just we'll just go with best music then, and we'll, we'll say probably next Final Fantasy Tactics on Breath of Fire three, and just move on. All sorry, right, sorry, we're not good at that. Uh, so speaking of music. Let's go into another musical break. When we come back, we'll do our big, unruly list of shit. Last year we went through and we ranked all the games we played in season two or season one. What we're going to do this time is we're going to rank all the games we played in season two and then add them into the season one ranking. So we have this huge unwieldy list that after a couple years is going to be stupid long, but Hey, it's whatever it's, it'll be the RPG shows list of best RPGs. Um, so season two rankings, uh, like I, like we did last year, let's start at the bottom and work our way up. So, um, what would you say is the worst game we've played this year? Brain Lord. Brain Lord. I think I'm with you on on uh, Brain Lord. 
Alright, uh, from there, boy, I'd probably nominate, I'd probably go with a, ooh, what do you think? You thinking, uh, Illusion of Gaia or Fire Emblem Fates? I would personally say Fire Emblem Fates. Okay. I think I can agree. And we were kind of, you know, we kind of, like, a lot of our opinions, except for one or two games this this year, kind of meshed. So this is probably going to go a lot smoother than last time. Uh, Fire Emblem Fates. All right, so what do you think next? Uh, I don't know, because I enjoyed Illusion of Guy more than you. So I would probably say Final Fantasy Legend next. Oh, really? This low? Huh. Yeah, because... I mean, compared to everything else on the list, like, I would either do, at this stage, Diablo, Final Fantasy Legend, or Illusion of Gaia. Well, I enjoy Diablo better than either of those games. So, I, I'd give you Final Fantasy Legend next. That's fine. Alright, um... From there, probably Illusion of Gaia or Diablo. I would say Illusion of Gaia. Um, I would say Diablo, so. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Like, it's just asymmetric games yeah, like Diablo but, but are my it, bag. But what it does, it does better than Illusion of Gaia. Like, I mean... I, I mean, I guess, sure. Alright, I'll give it to you. I'll let you. I'll let you have this one. I might fight you harder later on. Then Illusion of Gaia would be next. I mean, I don't think that's... There's not really room for anything else there. So, up next, uh, it comes down to probably uh, Golden Sun or Breath of Fire 1 and 2. And I, if I remember correctly, we put Breath of Fire 1 above Breath of Fire 2, or at least I did, in our Breath of Fire overview. Because I had more fun in Breath of Fire 1 than I did in 2. I can agree with you there, but the Fire 2 will probably fit next. Alright. Now, it's the question, uh, is Breath of Fire 1 better than Golden Sun? And I don't think it is. No. I would definitely place Golden Sun higher. Would you put it next after Breath of Fire 1, then? Because is it better than... Because what do we have left? We have we got three, four, five, and tactics. Well, oh, wow, why is what? five still on here? Yeah, let's 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 retroactively put five way down the list. Uh, is it worse than Brain Lord, or is it worse than Fire Emblem Fates? Uh, I would say it's worse than Fates. Yeah, I'd say it's better than Brain Lord too. Yeah, I was looking at the list. I'm like, there's something weird here. Yeah, something like I was like, there's no way like we've. All right. It's so bad we forgot it fucking existed. <laughs> Thank God. That's true. All right. So uh, after that, after Golden Sun, we have Breath of Fire 3, 4, and Tactics, right? That's all we have left? Um, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. What are we missing? We're missing one, I think. We did Golden Sun. Let's see. What do we have here? For the Fire 3, 4, Tactics. 
No, we have three left because we have eight. We have eight already on the list, and we played eleven games. So, um, what would you say is next? We played twelve games, man. No, we didn't. We didn't do a review every month this year. We didn't do a review at all in in uh, January. Diablo's one, Fates is two, mm-hmm. Breath of Fire one is three, Golden Sun is four, and then Breath of Fire two, Final Fantasy Legend, Breath of Fire three. Oh, you're right. What are we missing then? Brain Lord, Illusion of Gaia. Yeah, no, we have three left. No, wait. Fuck. We have three, four, and five. No, three and four. And tactics. Something's fucking... Something squirrely here. You didn't put Golden Sun on the list yet, man. Oh, there we go. That's why I was confused. All right, so Golden Sun is not... Or, yeah, Golden Sun... And then, uh... All right, so the way I would categorize this would be 4-3 tactics. 4-3 What's your wager? I'm with you. I'm I, uh, I'm right there with you. I think that's 100% accurate. And again, this is not like a huge margin for the majority of this. This is actually quite a close margin. Yeah. Because we'll see how the the gaps as we add more to this this master list. All right, so the season one rankings were as follows: Final Fantasy VII in first place, Soikoden two in second place, Wild Arms third, Soikoden one, Legend of Mana, Shining Force two, Paladin's Quest, Fantasy Star four, Yeez two, Yeez one, Arcanum, Digimon World, and Monster Seed. Um, so again, starting at the bottom. So we have Brain Lord. Is it worse or better than Monster Seed, Digimon World, Arcanum? Because it's not better than Yeast. I think we said in the, the Brain Lord review that it's worse than Yeast. Yes. Is it? I I had more fun playing this than the last three on the list. I know you probably didn't, so I will let you put it wherever you want. Because regardless, it's going to be at the bottom. Yeah, I'll put it below Arcanum. Like, I think it's a probably a better game than Digimon World and Monster Seed. While I didn't have as much fun as I did those other two, that's purely a me thing. Like, I know I'm the only person that likes those games, and I know I only like them from a nostalgia point of view. So, um, I mean, that's that's fine. All right, so next up is Breath of Fire 5. Is that uh, better or worse than Arcanum or Yeez? I would say it's better than Arcanum. Maybe, maybe East One. I would say it's better than East One because there are a lot of things wrong with Breath of Fire Five, but the actual like combat of it, I think I liked. I I remember enjoying. So yeah, like, the game is not bad. It's actually pretty mediocre. It's just what like what it stood for is an abomination. I'm with you. All right, so Fire Emblem Fates is it better than East Two or Fantasy Star Four or Paladin's Quest? I would say begrudgingly, it's probably below Shining Force 2. But even though I fucking hate it, there's plenty of people that love it, like can enjoy it and find that it's actually a fun game. Like, because at its core, the mechanics aren't actually yeah bad. It's not like it's a bad or broken game or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. just not the same as the rest of them, for the worst. All right. So Final Fantasy Legend is that? That's no way Final Fantasy Legend is better than Shining Force 2. No. 
All right, so then we've got... I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of torn on this, because I don't think it's as good as Fantasy Star 4, though. But we did agree Shining Force 2 in Paladin's Quest is better than Fantasy Star 4. Yeah, so maybe I would say, actually, that we should probably put Fates below Fantasy Star 4 and then Legend of Below that. All right, so... Because I, I thought Fantasy Star 4 was fucking phenomenal. So it would be Yeez 2, uh, Fire Emblem Fates, Final Fantasy Legend, Yeez 4. I mean, not Yeez 4, Final Fantasy Star 4. Fuck. Um, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's, 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 that's fair. I mean, because FF Legend, it's a basic game, but I think we all agreed when we played it, we had, it had no right to be as good and as fun as it was. Like, yeah. as a package where it's intended to play, it's it's really fun. Like, it's super simple to pick up and just play. There's nothing super grating about it unless you're trying to play it 60 hours straight. That's the only exactly. only place it fails. So, and it's like, right now on the list, it's kind of the middle of the road, and that's where I feel like it should be. Yeah, so it, it fits it perfectly. Now, Diablo. Is Diablo better than Fancy Star 4? Personally... No, but I will. I've I've already picked a bunch of stuff on this list, so I'll let you put it where you like. See, I think it's better than Fantasy Star Four, which I also think it's better than Paladin's Quest, but not better than Shining Force Two. By, All right, I'll give it to you by any stretch of the imagination. Um, then Illusion of Gaia. I still don't think that's better than Shining Force Two. No. That's the Shining Force 2 wall is, is where we're struggling to break. Is it is it better than these? Probably. Better than Shining Force 2? Fuck no. Uh, yeah, but see, I don't know if Illusion of Gaia is better than Paladin's Quest or Fantasy Star 4. You know what? Uh, we, go, we, go, we go reboot this shit, and they're going to go right above Final Fantasy Legend because I don't think they're better than... Because I can't let them be above those like that. Yeah. That's That's fine. All right, so Breath of Fire 2. Now, I definitely think this is better than Paladin's Quest. It's better Possibly than Paladin's Quest. Possibly Shining Force 2. I don't know if it's better than Shining Force 2. Okay, now I'll give it to you. Shining Force 2 is better in this game. Now, I might put Breath of Fire 1 above Shining Force 2. I would too, I would say. Because, like, Breath of Fire 2 and Shining Force 2, they're right at the same level. But just the gameplay of Shining Force Two puts it just a smidge above Breath of Fire Two for me. And then well, there's there's that, and there's never really any like complications in the game, like any like really weird design choices, like there are in Breath of Fire Two. Yeah. So, um, Golden Sun better than Legend of Mana? No. All right. And for a game that Glenn picked, it's the Legend of Mana is holding that, that, that holding up top pretty good. Uh, it's a phenomenal game. So. Breath of Fire Four, better than Legend of Mana. This is where I'm having to like think for like a hot twenty minutes. Hmm. Aesthetically, not even close. But gameplay wise, I would probably say yeah, because because Legend of Mana is is kind of the same ish. I mean, it's got a lot of cool systems in it. Um, Story wise. I don't know. 
because Breath of Fire oh. Four is 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 good, but I did kind of like the condensed stories of Legend of Mana. It just leaves you with a kind of disjointed kind of thing happening. You well, know? it's a different kind of thing. Like it's like you get kind of a choose your own adventure novel, and mm-hmm. you're flipping through the different pages trying to find figure out where you are next, matching the numbers. Um, and then you, you may even not even get all the all the stories, yeah. Because sometimes you may put something differently on the on the world map, or whatever. And that cuts off a certain thing if you don't have enough elements to start a particular quest or whatever. So it's more of a an adventure type game than an RPG, I mm-hmm. guess, in that kind of aspect. Yeah. Hmm. I would put four above it, but marginally. Yeah, I'll give it to you. It's just begrudging that I do it. Like, just, just so... Everyone listening at home knows I begrudgingly am putting Breath of Fire 4 above above Legend of Mana. Breath of Fire 3, better than definitely, 2. Definitely above. It's going to be third spot or higher. All right, so is it better? It's better than Soikoden 1. Is it better than Wild Arms? Yes. Not better than Soikoden 2. Or would you put it higher than Soikoden 2? I, I would not. Yeah, it doesn't have enough story to it. I mean, it's got a good story. It's just not a, an amazing story. All right. That and like what it does have, like it's it's sprite work and everything's much better than Sweden too. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, even even the soundtrack's so, much better than Sweden too. But like I would say the gameplay and I don't and, uh, and Sweden too storyline. has has top tier sprite work as well. Let's be fair. Like so, it does, but it's a different style. Like it's, it is a different style. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um. Now tactics. Better than Soikin and two. You have to cut out the pause. It's be thirty minute long pause. Well, you've been asking me my opinions first, pretty much this whole time. So well, what, are you, I, I, what are you thinking? Because I mean, I'm basically where you are on most on on everything here, and I, you know, I've I've made a couple of choices here. Um, and if I didn't agree with you, of course I would have said no. That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, Final Fantasy Tactics. Is it better than Soikoden 2? Because if it's better than Soikoden... Soikoden 2 and FF7 are so close in my mind. If it's better than Soikoden 2, it's got to be better than FF7. So, the question is... Is it the best RPG we've played? And I don't know if I can give it to it. Because it's not a pure RPG. Yeah, it's kind of more of a strategy game. And if and it's it's it is also like the Final Fantasy game that seems like more so not maybe as is as hard as the MMOs are, but like if if you talk to like a hardcore like Final Fantasy fan, it's like which Final Fantasy games haven't you played? And it's like MMOs, then the tactics games. Like they just don't play them. Um, I don't know why they're wrong. They're just wrong. Um, because yeah, it's difficult for me. Cause like I'm, if I'm trying to use the same logic and reasoning I use for giving FF seven, the top slot, I can't give tactics the top slot, even though it's my favorite Final Fantasy game. Yeah. And, and again, it's one of those things where it's like, just because we might like it better, doesn't necessarily make it better. Um, Because again, I did I did have problems with tactics story this time through. Um, yeah, 
where I really feel it falls apart in the last act and a half. Um, yeah, and I think you mentioned also something about the gameplay being more difficult when you weren't grinding. Yeah, yeah, and but I enjoyed that. That was a plus for me. That wasn't that wasn't a minus. I love the fact that the game plays so differently every time you you play it. You can just make it be a whole nother experience. But I don't know because because we're talking about we're talking about FS7 and Soikin 2. Both have phenomenal, if not like it is hard to look at those stories and draw huge like detractions from them. Um, and then it's also hard to look at the gameplay from both and draw huge detractions from them. Um, cause, uh, you, we're looking at the materia system, probably one of the best, in my opinion, magic systems. And then we're looking at the army and, uh, castle building of Soikinen 2, which trumps any fucking town building that I've, I've ever really played a part of in an RPG. Um, so along with the, just the spectacular storytelling and so we get into. Um, so, they get some pretty decent customizability with the rune system too. It's not yeah. the best, but... Yeah, no, and, and it's it's, customiz- it's customizable enough to not feel like it's like, oh, this fucking rune system is shitty. Because the rune system, I think, is fine. Um, I mean, there's def- there's even like Bethesda-level stuff where if you find the right runes, you put on the right characters, you break the game mm-hmm. kind of shit. But, I, and, well, Final Fantasy Tactics is nothing but breaking the game. Yeah, that's how you play Final Fantasy Tactics. Your goal is to break the game every time you play it. Um, so, considering everything we just said, I will give Tactics the third spot. Man, it's hard though. It's well, I think we'll just say it's just like we ended in season one with with one and two are kind of like they are so minusculely separated. I think three would also be so minusculely separated. You know, like it, it, yeah. it, the, the the difference in them is just, it's hard to say. It comes down to how much of an impact it has on the genre. And as we said, it's not as much of an RPG as the other ones are. So, and you know, I, I think we got a pretty good list going here, a definitive list. So uh, at the end of season one, the RPGs, RPG ranking list is as follows. Number one spot to Final Fantasy Seven, number two spot to Soikoden Two, three Final Fantasy Tactics, four Breath of Fire Three, five Wild Arms, six Soikoden, seven Breath of Fire Four, eight Legend of Mana, nine Golden Sun, ten Breath of Fire, eleven Shining Force Two, twelve Breath of Fire Two, thirteen Paladin's Quest, fourteen Fantasy Star Four, fifteen Illusion of Gaia, sixteen Diablo. 17 FF Legend, 18 Fire Emblem Fates, 19 Yeez 2, 20 Breath of Fire 5, 21 Yeez 1, then Arcanum, Brain Lord, Digimon World, and Monster Seed. Um, so I think it's a, I think it's a, a, I think nothing out of there really stands out of me as being in the wrong order. Um, so I mean, and it's kind of like this weird, like you can definitely see like the, uh, like the segments. Of it, right? So you would say, like, uh, essentially, you got Breath of Fire 5 through Monster Seed. That's kind of like this bottom barrel bullshit. Then you have, you know, uh, I would say Paladin's Quest or even Breath of Fire 2 through Yeez 2 is kind of like good, but not great. And then you've got uh, Suikoden 1 through Breath of Fire as 
Now, these are pretty good games. They're not excellent games, but they're pretty good. And then the top six, or top five, FF7 through Wild Arms, no, these are spectacular games. These are these are amazing games. So, um, I'm kind of curious if any of the listeners are going to put together the list their own way and submit it or something like that. I, I, rec- I, I encourage that. Put that on the Discord, send it in an email, we'll talk about it, man. Just send that shit in, man. I'd, I'd love to see if you guys agree with the list, because I know all of you haven't played all these games, but just to rank the ones you have played, how your list would be different, I'd love to see that. And then also another question I'd love to know from each listener individually, between me and Nick, who do you tend to agree with more on on reviews? Like, you tend to be like, uh, I'm gonna hit, I'm gonna hit your 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 points more, or is Nick gonna hit your points more? Love to know. Um, it's probably you. I mean, it's possible. I mean, I, a lot of times I have they've come to the your defense. That has happened more times than than not. Really? Yes. Like the number of times where I've been like, oh, I don't know, guys, and they're like, I don't know, it's great. I'm with you, Nick. It's great. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But then again, like, I I tend to have to play Devil's Advocate, right? To be fair. Uh, if anybody's playing Devil's Advocate on a game being crap, most times it's me. So, uh, all right. So, just like Season 2, our focus was on um, sort of listener interaction and that kind of stuff. And we want to keep that up. Um, but sort of resolutions for Season 3 is I want to make the show more available in more places. I don't necessarily know how I'm going to do that yet, um, but that's current my current goal for season three. So everyone out there listening, you love the show, tell your friends about it. Be like, hey man, remember how we used to play all those RPGs together? I know you're driving like an hour a day. Listen to this shit. You'll love it. Um, more of that. Just do it. Just tell your friends uh, while I figure out more ways to put it in more places. I might just put it everywhere that I can put it. You know, SoundCloud, YouTube, fucking, I don't, I don't know. I'll just put it everywhere. Um, Personal resolutions, I you know, I want to find a way to separate my audio channel. This is more technical stuff. My audio channel from the Skype audio channel. Uh, and I don't know necessarily I can do that because on my mixer, if I put mine all the way to the left and you all the way to the right, people on Skype can no longer hear me. Like Skype kind of decides like my audio is actually not there if it's all the way in one direction or the other. So I might use the laptop and like kind of do like a dual computer setup fancy schmegman or or something i don't know um but that's that's kind of i i'm working on technical stuff um nick do you have any resolutions for season three um i resolve to be i guess hopefully more active after i finish school and shit yeah i just big uh I was going to say big shout out to, to, to uh, big ups to Nick guys. Cause he, uh, he, not only is he playing these, these stupid long games and talking about them every time with us, like he's also got a full-time job. He's also going to school. He's got a brand, the brand new girlfriend. So that means your life's all hell. And he's still showing up for every, almost every show. I mean, I've had to do a couple of downing, but big, big, big ups. Appreciate you being here, man. It's, it's great. Yeah, I'm just, my issue is I'm getting burnt out on pretty much everything in life, I feel like. Like, yeah. just tired of having to be awake, would like to sleep and hibernate maybe for a couple months. Yeah, understand. And get my energy reserves back. So I'm hoping that uh, graduating, not having to be out until like fucking 1130, 12 o'clock every night, barely get enough sleep during the week, and 
uh, like getting like getting some time back will kind of renew my vigor a bit. Yeah, I mean it might. And, um, and you know, one thing we can look at some other stuff. Um, I'm I'm thinking maybe. Uh, I know people hearing this are gonna freak out, but at the at the start, like get through season three. And I understand most things will be less busy for for you by the time we get there. I'm thinking at the end of season three, we take like a two month break before starting season four, um, just kind of like a breather, not having to record anything and do anything. But, yeah, but we can talk about that when we get closer to that. Um, That's something to consider. But um, it's been great. It's been an excellent season two. Uh, again, just the 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 boost in having like an active group of people talking to us. Uh, on a constant basis has been great. Each and every one of you guys is great, and uh, we really appreciate your feedback. Speaking of feedback, we have a new iTunes review, Nick. It happened. It's happened. We have another one. Oh, God. One. Uh, this one's a four-star review, not a five-star, titled, Ouch. Not, not the best, but not the worst, question uh, mark, by Shenjin29 on March 2nd, so just a couple days ago. Great podcast. My biggest complaint is the audio quality. The guests sound like they're talking into a tin can, and it makes it hard to listen to for almost two hours with this latest episode. And I understand that. And uh, part of that was I didn't have the levels just right last episode, and I'm sorry for that. That happens, because as much as I can sit here and look at the waveform, like pull up a test recording and then look at the levels on my Zoom and do all the things, sometimes... When I get to the final product, somebody's too quiet. Somebody's too loud. And there's actually nothing I can do about that in post. Um, especially you also got to keep in mind that we have, depending up, depending on the circumstances, up to four people using four different types of equipment with four different yeah. like setups. Um, like Brent has probably got the most professional setup. I have one of the least. Yes. We've got folks talking like on their phone, people sitting in a closet. So and uh, to to follow up on what Nick's saying, like I, that's the that's I that was one of the downfalls I understood we'd be taking on when we started having guest listeners, okay? Because I think the uh, or guest uh, re- listener guesting spots, because the, the I think the benefit to the the listener interaction outweighs the weight on quality for that. Would you agree with me, Nick? I would, I would, and I would say that it's not it's not impossible to kind of get people a more uniform setup, especially if they want to become more regular things. It's definitely something, an investment that can be made into the show as it's itself um, to kind of guarantee that we have, we have a couple of people that we know are reliable guests. We'll have them on, maybe get them a better headset or a better mic or something like that. And, but like, I, I definitely agree that it, it's, a more beneficial thing to have people on the show. And I understand what uh, Shinjin's saying. It's probably even better to be able to hear them. Yeah. yeah and, and it's something I'm working on. So that way, because I can devise a method to separate out all channels and um, be able to do post on every channel, then that'd be great. I don't know if I can do that with Skype, but I might be looking into an alternative to that. Um, that I can edit each channel because if it's just Skype and like I said, like he said, everybody's got different. I didn't mean this to turn into the technical segment, but if everybody's coming in through the same Skype, I can take my mixer and if it's just one person, like I can tweak the high end and low end to get some of the 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 kind of uh, weirdness out of it. 
but I can't, I don't, I tend not to do that because Skype can actually come across different week to week. And then sometimes what I'm hearing, even in these decent headphones is different than the, the, like the high quality waveform I get on my recorder. So just like, it's really hard to narrow that in with different factors. So if I can isolate those channels, it'd be great. And I, I, it might be a hardware solution. It might be a software solution. It's, we don't have the best history with software solutions on this show. So I'll see what I can I can work out. But, it's not like we're sound engineers. Yeah. And we don't have a big budget. And, no. Yeah, it's four stars ain't too bad. No, and four stars, I mean, we, and I, like, see, this is a thing. Like, we keep saying, like, leave a review doesn't matter what you, what you leave. Five stars are great. But I actually appreciate reviews like this. It's a four star. And he's, he's giving me feedback. Like, it's somebody that's not saying... Oh no, you guys are great. He's saying, no, I mean the audio quality is kind of kind of slipping, or like this is what what I'm hearing that's wrong, and I appreciate the hell out of that because that that lets me know that it's not just me nitpicking something I'm listening to, but it's someone else is hearing it too. So when when we're a little off, email the show guys. Like let me know. I'm not I'm not getting butt hurt. Like we just sat here and have a five like a five minute discussion about one less star on iTunes. So I mean, and I think it's a productive. Uh, discussion too, not just like a oh fuck you, where's the you know give me the last star kind of shit like some people do. We're not like that. Um, fuck you, Shinjin. <laughs> one last star. Uh, so yep. Uh, with that, uh, I'll go ahead and you know I'll, I'll just add I'll just add the 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 whole kibit, uh, caboodle in post. So uh, sure. Thanks for the review, Shinjin. So until next time, say goodbye, everybody. I don't think I'm going to say that this time. Say it. Uh, no. Say it. Everybody buy good. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The RPG Show. You know what you can do? You can head on over to the website at therpgshow.com. You can find all sorts of rip-roaring, badass, banging shit there. You can find links to our forums, YouTube, Twitch channels, as well as a Help the Show link and a link to the Discord, as we mentioned earlier. If, you know, live chatting is not, you know, your bag, then you can send us an email to podcast at therpgshow.com or even follow us on Twitter at therpgpodcast. And I think, really, that's it. Oh, no, it's not. You know it'd be better than all those things if you could head on over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. Each one helps, and we love you for it. So until next time, stay awesome. Bye, everybody. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, hey, Brent, I love that show. I love it so much. I wish I could just just embrace you and give you the most love possible. But you know what You know what says love more than, than an intimate embrace? Money. That's right, money says it. And you know what? You can give us money without ever actually having spent any extra money. Because I know I know what you're doing. You're going to Amazon. You're getting the free two-day shipping. You're buying your extra-large uh, underwear or your five-pound chocolate Easter bunny or what? God knows what else you're buying. They got all kinds of shit there. You know, Prime with the free two-day shipping. Just, it's great. I know you're doing it. And what happens... If you go on over to our website at therpgshow.com, you click on the Amazon affiliate link, and everything you buy, after clicking on that link, Amazon pays us.
It's like you're giving us money, but you're making Amazon do it. How great is that? Right? That's what I thought. So, just you do that, that'd be great. Thank you. Yeah, I don't really know how to end this. That's, so, yeah, bye.